listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome back, everyone. It's episode 110, and today we're talking about right where you are. Right where you are. That's what we're talking about today. Not just right where you are, but right where we are. Right where one is. That's where you always are, right? You're always here. So the very first, taking it way back to basics, um, Power of Now, I'm reading Mm. it about five years ago. I don't know how many years ago. And it was that really weird wake up moment of, oh shoot, this is so true. Right now is really all we ever have. The past and the future are simply a construct of our mind and all memories happen in the now. All future goals or aspirations can only happen in the now moment. And I feel like when you truly wrap your mind around that life, it's a little trippy and life feels a little weird for a minute. Yeah. Do you remember that feeling? Oh yeah. I remember reading that book and really resonating with it. But like you said, at the same time, like kind of like, what's the point, which we had a podcast. I think our last one was kind of like that. You always make it mean, what's the point? I didn't make it mean that. I felt really free from my suffering. Yeah. Because it's a choice. It was, well, it's all in my mind too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, suffering comes from the attachment to the future or the attachment to the past. Mm -hmm. But in this now moment, um, there is an okayness, a very deep okayness that we can lean into. So I thought you said before, I've heard before, um, anxiety is more for the future and sufferings for the past. Is that right? No, no depression. Depression. So, typically this is a generalization. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's like absolute rule. But anxiety is a fear of the future, and a depression is a an attachment to something that happened to you. Mm. So that's why that book's so powerful, is because really neither of them exist. Right, and when you're free from depression or anxiety, you're free freaking bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to ask something about that book. So I read the book, uh, cover to front to cover. No, I think cover to cover is cover cool. to cover is the right word. <laughs> Front cover to back cover. You typically don't read books that way or not always. You kind of... No, some I do. So don't mess with me. I'm not sort of messing with you, but not really. I feel like that book, you probably could pick and choose how you read through it, especially if you read it once. I think I agree. Read through Mm -hmm. it once and then for sure open it and just see what is there to to teach you. Because I'm considering reading again now that you brought it up. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to read it cover to cover, but I think I could pick and choose through it i think so too it's also interesting some people really prefer eckhart tolle's book a new earth Hmm. didn't resonate for me i didn't couldn't get into it whereas the power of now i had like weird out of body experiences Mm -hmm. like such deep peace that i felt like i could almost uh how do i say it sometimes when i have weird thoughts Mm -hmm. they don't go into the words sector as well and i'm Mm -hmm. even a word person Mm -hmm. Uh, like almost like i wasn't fully in my body i was beyond a bit but in a very peaceful safe way that's not even what my notes Mm -hmm. had to talk about but right where you are is where you are and resistance to that can cause some suffering and so we thought today on this day before a holiday here in the u.s uh, this podcast comes out on tuesdays thursday is thanksgiving here in the u.s so um, we thought it would be useful to just kind of take a step back, take a deep breath 
and share that right where you are is exactly where you are meant to be. And how do I know that? Because it's what is. And resistance or arguing against that is insanity because you're arguing with what is. And so I thought just given that 2020 has been a weird year, a frustrating year, a scary year for all different reasons, for all different people, I wanted to just take a moment to um, explore this idea that where you are is, it's okay. It's maybe you haven't reached all your goals or you forgot all your goals or you didn't even set any goals. I don't even know. But no matter what is happening, it's when you can release that judgment and that frustration and you can accept what is, then from that point, you can move more fully into this beautiful now and um, hopefully experience some relief. And then from there, decide what else you want to do because this year's not over. It's not. I'm not going to just sit around and start jumping towards 2021 just yet. Now, some people, this is about the time they start thinking about 2021. Yeah. In line with what you were saying, I agree this year has been messed up. This is a unique, a very unique year. And that's probably the nicest way I could say it's been messed up. And I've had my frustrations with how this year's happened. But there's been a lot of good things that's happened from this year. Our family in particular has been a lot closer. We've had a lot more time together. And especially with you and I and the kids, we've found new ways of being with each other and new connections that I don't think we would have had without it. So there's been good things that's that's came from 2020. Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to the storytelling aspect because I had that on my list of things like maybe you didn't get all your goals done. Maybe your kids have been with you 24 (laughs) seven and that is not exactly what you had in mind for the year. We were talking about our business and the growth of lifted and we've continued to grow, but not as much as we had originally planned mm-hmm. um, when we were working together four days a week. So mm-hmm. our kids, the, the school they used to go to uh, only goes four days a week, but it's and only six hours a day. But we could crank out so much flow work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so we've had to kind of reevaluate how we look at that, like. We're grateful for the growth we've experienced. No, it's not exactly what we had in mind, but we have our priorities of our family and uh, the integrity of our choices we make with for our family. So even though uh, there's some things that I have wanted that we haven't created yet, mm-hmm. I still think we owe it to ourselves to see that we stayed in alignment with our most core values of um, health and Connection. Connection. Mm, I don't know. I have some core family values written down somewhere, but I can't really honestly say that I have them in front of me. Because <laughs> I don't. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I just think that it's it's kind of like I've sent an email newsletter recently that I had this aha moment that um, the backpack of guilt and shame yeah. along with whatever other emotion you're experiencing makes it so heavy that it's almost impossible to move forward. And so if instead of wallowing in that, you can release that guilt or shame and be okay with where you are right here, right now, that's not a, it's not really a surrender so much as an acceptance. And from that place of acceptance, you can choose to move forward. 
something I find interesting that this happens with us often is you're working through this concept yourself as I am too, that, that this, what we need is right in front of us all the time. Mm -hmm. And you approach it this way. And these are the words you used. I have been listening to Abraham Hicks recently again, just kind of get, trying to find that, that right vibration, that high, good feeling. Um, just in your days, right? Like in my morning routine, like mm -hmm. I just need another little boost of something. And I always like listening to them talk. And they were talking about you're a, a vibrational being in a vibrational universe, which means that you're emitting a vibration, but you're also receiving a vibration. Mm -hmm. And what you emit, you receive, given the law of attraction. They're saying you have to be willing to receive it, which is it's right in front of you all the time. It's always being streamed to you, mm -hmm. but you have to receive it. You can't halfway re receive it or you can't give a half um, emotion out where I, I want this sort of, mm -hmm. it has to be like, no, I want this and I know it's coming, mm -hmm. which is, I, th I think in the same line of what you're saying is what you need is in front of you mm -hmm. all the time. And we experienced this in our business after talking about that, you had like two quick ideas and then you were implemented six them hours about. later we had it implemented <laughs> yeah. or the starts of it. And we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll be able to share that soon, what that is, but it was right in front of us the whole time. And there were past ideas that we thought that wasn't possible mm -hmm. and given how this year's went it's actually made it very possible and mm -hmm. very easy for us to make that decision yeah so that's the, the core message i think of the yeah. right where you are is that whatever it is that you need or you crave or you desire it is right there with you if you were able to imagine it and it could come up in your mind then it is already on its way to you yeah and how would you act if you trusted that fully whether it's the relationship you desire or the creativity that you want to express or the business you want to create how would you act if you believed it was on its way to you and everything was working out in your favor and leaning into that feeling so that you're a vibrational match for your desire that which you want also wants you, uh, but it can only find its way to you if it's a vibrational match. What do you think about how can you explain that idea of a vibrational match with a desire? I've heard it explained a lot of ways. And in the beginning, it felt like this is one of those things that's hard to put words to, but what makes me so unique? What it sounds like a fairy tale, it sounds like why are you so special that you get this treatment? And the way Abraham describes it is you are special. What's the matter? Somebody wrecked on their bike outside, but I think they're okay. But for a second, it kind of scared me like they weren't okay. Yeah. Your face was, I can't see what you can see, but sorry about that. They're fine. Uh, it's just a wipeout on their bike. Um, not one of ours either. Not one of our children. Okay. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why would you, who do you think you are? Okay, gotcha. And the way that they described it is, yeah, you are special, but so is everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone has this unique power. That sounds weird to say everyone has a unique power, but, but everyone has this in them and it's what you are. It's. I it's, think everyone does have a unique power because each of us have a, a gift 
towards mm-hmm. different things. And so, but the way it says you are special, but <laughs> so is everyone. Right. And it's not just certain people that have like, everyone has ability to do this, but unfortunately for whatever reason, humans choose to resist what is flowing to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I, I still feel myself doing it. I had a four day last four days. It was a little in a funk and I knew the whole time I was resisting it and I was choosing to be there, mm-hmm. but I'm still frustrated and I still stay there. And maybe I needed that contrast. Maybe that contrast is what I needed to propel me to do the next thing. And actually when I journal about it, I'm actually appreciative of it, even though it what sucked for me and everyone else that lived with me. I know that that propelled me and I forward and that contrast I needed to know that there is something way better on the other side. So hearing you say that we kind of block the real mm. receiving, mm-hmm. I think it would be maybe useful to share some ways that we bring awareness to it mm-hmm. and do the opposite of it or begin to allow instead of, well, I have an example, the idea you brought that we're implementing now, you brought it to me and you said, I've been thinking about doing this. And immediately I thought, no, and here's five reasons why. And then before I actually said it, I thought, what are those five reasons? Who told you those? How long ago was that? That was years ago someone said that. And they don't have the business you have. They have something totally different Mm -hmm. in a different situation. And I kind of shared a little bit of it. And you're like, yeah, but this isn't that situation. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Then I said, okay, well, how about... I just try it and see what it feels like. And as soon as I started doing it, I'm like, this is right. Mm-hmm. And here's 10 other reasons why it's right. And this will help us in 10 different other um, areas in our business. And then I'm like, oh, you're receiving it. Like, What I'm hearing mm-hmm. you say is to evaluate your beliefs about said thing. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is that you're coming up against that maybe you have an idea or a nudge, um, the reasons that you don't want to could be as simple as it's uncomfortable Mm-hmm. Or you're telling a story about it that maybe is outdated. I believe a lot of our beliefs are outdated. Oh, I'm not good at this or I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. No, you're just not practicing it. So the first thing is that awareness. The second thing is to evaluate the beliefs. And then I think the really big step is to take that inspired action. You don't have to completely commit yourself to that new thing, but try it. Mm-hmm. What's one step in that direction? So those are all kind of ways to um, stop blocking the flow of goodness Mm -hmm. that's trying to come in through you. I am a big wordsy person. So for me, the best way is to practice writing different high vibration thoughts. Mm -hmm. Good things are on their way to me. I am a magnet for miracles. I'm a magnet for good things. The more I create, the more I help people, the more I help people, the more money I make. It's fun to make money. Um, I love money. Money loves me. I just kind of go into this flow of, of high vibrational thoughts. And speaking of giving and receiving, we're continually kind of laughing and growing in the realm of our kids and money and their perspective on it. Mm -hmm. We have two very different kids when it comes to that. So we have one who will make it and spend it and keep making it and keep spending it. And there's no end to that flow. And then we have an indecisive one (laughs) who overthinks it and then feels remorse and then thinks they probably shouldn't, but they did. And, Mm -hmm. and I was speaking to that one and, um, basically he said, um, I do love money. And I said, and money loves you. And that was the, the full circle of it. 
is that it's not just, I love money, but do you truly believe that money loves you? And I just believe that money is energy in exchange. It's nothing Mm -hmm. good, bad. It's only what we make it mean. And that, um, well, really, I think on top of that, uh, money represents a choice that someone else made in you or in the service you provide and you're trading, um, a service or product or product for money. So it just shows a, a vote of confidence in you. And, and also they're willing to invest in themselves to get the thing that you're giving them. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, it's just weird when people say money has energy because I don't think money has energy. I think that people have energy and they use money to trans- maybe your semantics there. But. Maybe, but I don't know. I just feel like the way you said it's a vote of confidence. Like my confidence does not come in what you vote for me. <laughs> so I didn't like that at all, actually. Yeah. It's like my confidence comes from trusting my um, my gifts and yeah. my connection to my truth and my source and, my, and what I'm here to do. Yeah. So if someone else doesn't see that, that doesn't mean I'm going to have less confidence. It may eventually occasionally cause I am a human with an ego, but yeah. in my truest sense and form. Yeah. So I don't know. I know we've argued. I'm pers- off the air. We've argued about if know. money is energy in exchange. Yeah. I like that definition, but you can come yeah. up with a better one. Yeah, I'm going to find a better one. Cause I agree with the vote of confidence. That maybe was that's not the best analogy wrong. to use. Wrong. <laughs> so just, the people that don't know in our home, when I say something, <laughs> Sylvia says wrong. That's not true. And, that's the final vote of whether something's right or wrong. No, that's no. what you say. Oh, yeah, I say, no. I don't say wrong. I say, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it too. No. No. We're together a lot. <laughs> and our kids are around a lot. And our kids are around a lot. The other day, um, Mr. Lifted here took our son on a walk and was gone about 45 minutes and came back and we were zipping around like we always are with a puppy and a dog and a cat and two kids and all these things. And he said, hey, I got two or three things to tell you. I'm like, I've got several things to tell you. These are things that came to us while we were apart for 45 minutes. So that is not a bad thing. Mm -mm. That is something we're grateful for. Okay. So back to this idea of what I was trying to teach him though, with the thought, this is just a thought. I love money and money loves me. You don't have to think that thought. You Mm -hmm. can think a different thought. Mm -hmm. This show isn't about teaching you what to think. It's teaching you a bit about how to think and the power of your thoughts and the power of how your thoughts create a, chemical reaction in your brain that floods your body with emotion and that it's all an inside game. So if you're thinking and believing thoughts that are heavy, then you're going to feel an energetic vibration and emotion that is heavy. And so, uh, maybe you don't love that saying, but I believe that, uh, having more money opens you up to helping more people, which is Mm -hmm. one of the best feelings in the whole wide world. Gives you more choices. Gives you way more choices. Mm -hmm. And I prefer that the good people like me, (laughs) good hearted individuals have more money than people that are power hungry exclusively. Mm -hmm. And so I personally think it's my duty to continue to uh, make uh, money and help people and serve uh, with my gifts. So this whole idea of I love money and money loves me, to me, I see it as a full circle. And if you're not willing to receive and you only give, then it becomes very difficult. The It becomes very weighted and the full circle is not complete. And therefore uh, you will be blocking this energetic flow. For sure. So this idea of right here where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be listening to this uplifting podcast on this beautiful day. 
It's unlike any other day before it. And maybe that message that you need to hear is that in order to fully embrace your gifts, you need to be able to receive just as much as you need to be able to give. And so I think that if you can find a thought that balances those out, just like I love money and money loves me, it's that full circle of support that I'm here with great, amazing gifts and value and um, the world it will, what's the word? Reciprocate? Sure. And the world is ready to reciprocate. 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 <laughs> so we, yep. I was wondering if you would be willing to share. Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you had coached a friend um, on some, actually a couple of friends, I think, on money and also kind of how to align. I don't know if you use these words, but align your frequency um, or your vibration to actually be able to receive that. And I kind of touched on it earlier where you, where you half-heartedly ask for something. Mm -hmm. And I think you had given the advice of. Okay. So it reminds me of when I was stamping jewelry 10 or so years ago and I did everything in that jewelry business. I did the marketing. I did the making. I did the packaging. I did the shipping. Every single thing, I touched every single part of it. And I was selling on Etsy. And in order to sell more items, I would hit renew. And my item would go to the top of the list. And Etsy was not nearly as... Sophisticated as... No, it was not nearly as... Oh, uh, what's the word? Saturated as it mm -hmm. is now. So... Uh, that was a great advantage for me as well. But when I would hit renew, more people would see my stuff and more people would buy it. I didn't want to click renew because I didn't want more orders because I didn't have more time to stamp them all. A lot of that lesson helped with lifted as far as how can I make this business more scalable. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that energetically, there was a block of creating more money and more sales. I experienced the exact same thing when I was building my coaching practice. But you'd say, I want more, but not too much. I more. want more. I want more clients. I want more people. I want to coach more. I want to grow this business. I want to, I want it to be bigger. I want to, and then I would seal a deal with a client for a three month coaching package. And I would be like, oh, no, now I gotta, yeah. Oh, now I gotta make so sure I don't. The mixed signal. A very yeah. mixed signal. And I feel like the energy of yes is very clear. And even though sometimes we say yes, please more energetically there's a tone of but not too much yeah. or but not not like that mm -hmm. and so i think our clarity for our request needs to be a heck yes a solid mm -hmm. yes that every cell of our being says yes i want this i'm ready for more and i think that energetic signature of um but not really too much more uh is picked up on way more than we realize i think also a nice adder to that is if you can think of it, you can have it like you can do it and don't discount that. Like I think a lot of times I think of something oh, that's too big. It's too hard. Mm -hmm. And the simple fact that you thought of it is the reason why you should do it. Mm -hmm. Agree. Hey, before we get too much further and before we do a wrap up of all the things that we have been talking about, let's do a quick product highlight. I love this review from a customer of SBO Mood Boost. She said, my teen daughter has struggled with anxiety and depression for years. With the stress of the pandemic, her s symptoms were sometimes debilitating. Sylvia suggested trying SBO in addition to our MSS, as we were already using Mood Super Strengths. Mm -hmm. 
and in just a couple of weeks, it has made a huge difference for her. She reports that she is feeling even for the first time in over eight months. I am thrilled to see my daughter's improvements. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lifted. I love that. Um, I suggested SBO to her because one of our own children um, had the same thing. Mood super strings was eh, okay, but I felt like it was not fully uh, doing what they needed. And so once I started them on SBO, I saw a really huge difference. And I really do believe that product um, has the potential to be like the next bestseller like mood boosting probiotic. It has some insane immune um, enhancing properties. So it, there's never been a better time to uh, mix in a little SBO uh, into your diet. The nice thing about it is that you can open the capsule, sprinkle a bit into something. You can make one capsule last a long time. So 60 capsules in a bottle for $28.88 is a really great deal. You can find that on our shop or over on Amazon. Back to the show. Back to the show, Tim. I also take uh, mood boosting and SBO together. Yes. Some people need a double mood boost. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I really do think that the level of togetherness, I don't know, I go back and forth. <laughs> What's really good, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. We go on walks and stuff and go separate ways. Let's mm -hmm. part our part our separate ways for a bit. Okay, back to the show for real. Right where you are is exactly where you are supposed to be. How do I know that? Because it is. And arguing with reality is simply insanity. And we don't want to do that. We want to step into our truth, the truth, sanity. And when you are able to fully welcome an experience, not resist it, not deny it, not complain about it, but instead fully embrace it. From that place, you have so much more power because your energy is no longer being funneled towards fighting it, but instead you are literally harnessing it. I got goosebumps on that yeah. one. Because you are so powerful. When you put your attention towards what you want, you can begin to create change. And whether that's on the emotional level of just feeling peace and empowerment and joy, or if that's on the external with something you want to create, don't tell me there's nothing you want to create. We are human and our very essence is creative. That's what we're here to do. That's what we're here to do on some level, mm -hmm. whether it's just creating some goodies that you take around to lonely people. Yeah. Whether it's another product or service that lights you up, keep following those nudges. Keep that's a big misconception is I used to think creation meant a painting, a drawing, a pot, and there's creative people and not, and technical people. And I'm a technical person and that's just not true. Mm -hmm. It's just that everyone's a creator on, on, on what well, just in your life in general, you're creating your experience right well, now. And what's really dumb is you're really good at drawing and <laughs> like you had used to do like ink wash and yeah, things that yeah. you loved and uh -huh. they were really stupid good. And then there's me over here that actually does paint and they're, they're just bad. bad. They're they're kind of bad. They're, they're abstract. They're very abstract. <laughs> I do it because it feels good. Okay. Yeah. That's um, the only reason to do something. But I also had I had a hard time though because I was like I'm very creative. I love creativity. Mm -hmm. I love and then all of the arts I was bad at. <laughs> do you know how that feels to be like I'm a creative? 
but who's very bad at the arts. <laughs> but from from my point of view, all the um, all the uh, self improvement stuff I've done, and all the stuff I talk about, like manifesting and 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 all this stuff, I had to work really hard at. And I could just tell you, oh, today they talked about uh, manifesting by in like five Boom, seconds. Got it. You have five ideas. I'm like, how the Dang heck it. do you do that? <laughs> that's what I. That's what I mean. I feel like I started leaning into I am creative, mm-hmm. and just because I'm not good at the arts. And listen, if I wanted to get better at, I did for a little bit, I was yeah. sketching faces and I had this book and it showed me and some of them are really good. But if I just picked up a pen now and drew mm-hmm. one, it, it looks childish. But, but if you slow down and you practice, you can get good at it. But I think the idea is I don't really need to get good at that. It's more something to enjoy. But mm-hmm. anyway, we are creative. We are here to create. And whether your expression is through um, any type of photograph or bake good or there's so many things i'm not even gonna list them all off there's no need but don't forget to express um because that is part of your expansion and right where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be in order to go to that next level if only we were to stop resisting we'll step into our power and beautiful things can happen all right we're wrapping this show up. We appreciate you listening. Um, don't forget, if you haven't already, go over and click and leave a rating or review. Those really do help inspire us to keep going, to show up every week for the show. Um, we would so appreciate it. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Bye.